Welcome to Two Shot Tuesday with Jason and Barry. This week we make our apologies, conclude our leprechaun reviews, and climb inside of you. Wait, what? Welcome to Two Shot Tuesday. I'm Jason Riley. With me, Barry Nixon, and this is our mea culpa episode. Our what now? We're going to start with a cup of mea culpas. Isn't that what they say when you're when you have to make some apologies or some corrections or you know some I stand corrected? It's mea culpa. Okay, I'm not familiar with that. Uh, that sounds like some kind of dressing, but uh, I, I believe <laughs> you that uh, it is a way of apologizing. And you're absolutely right, Jay. We yeah. made a couple of uh, grievous errors in last week's show. And I think I should start because uh, we were talking about the Chucky series and I kept saying, oh, it's Steven Dorf. I picked the wrong Dorf. Mm-hmm. So it's actually Brad. So apologies to Steven. Apologies to our listeners. It's actually Brad. And he is, I've confirmed it, Jay. He is the voice of Chucky once again for the series, which is on Showcase, which is another piece of info we didn't have last week. It is on Showcase. And you and I both set our PVRs to record this series. So we'll be able to discuss it at length. Yes. In uh, coming weeks. Now, you also had something to apologize for, Jay. <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> it's not quite I, as grievous, but yeah, and maybe it's this worth is a mentioning. Good, it's a good transition to our Leprechaun segment, the final Leprechaun segment that we're doing. Um, so last time I said that the title of the movie that we're going to be reviewing tonight was uh, Leprechaun 5 in the hood, T-H-A. Uh, and then you asked about, is it maybe D-A? And I said, no, it's T-H-A. And that's incorrect. It is actually spelled correctly as in the hood. But what got me uh, getting it wrong is the sequel that they've made to that movie is called Leprechaun Back to the Hood, T-H-A. So I don't know why, I don't know where, but you know, I stand corrected. I'd like to apologize to all of the uh, Leprechaun fanatics. It is, lepre- it is indeed Leprechaun in the hood. Barry. I would love to get your take on it. Let's chat about Leprechaun in the Hood. Yes, let's discuss. First of all, it was really nice to see Ice-T mm-hmm. in the movie. So there was, I mean, because we were talking about earlier uh, in the previous series, it was nice to recognize some actor yes. in the in this series. So starting with Ice-T, I, I, I was already having a good feeling when I saw him on screen. It was interesting how he came across the Leprechaun back in the 1970s, though, in an abandoned subway tunnel where I guess he was had been walled up. And uh, so he punches out his buddy for, I can't remember what the reason was, but he knocks out his friend who went down into this tunnel with him. He flies through a wall and behind this wall is the leprechaun in a, you know, like he's wearing that amulet, right? That turns him into stone. What what was hilarious was the Afro that they gave Ice-T and how he kept pulling weapons out of it. Including a full-size baseball bat, which was (laughs) was just like, this is unbelievable. What else are they going to pull out of there? Uh, yeah, it, it, clearly Ice-T was having a good time on this movie because every scene that he was in, I did note that he seemed to be just kind of having fun. Yeah. So that was cool. And so I think that was part of what actually allowed me to get through this movie all the way to the end. Um, but an interesting premise. It, it, it focuses on a group of uh, teens trying to, you know, break into the hip hop business. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, they come across Ice-T, who's a big producer, a former pimp, uh, but now a big uh, hip hop producer. So what I also thought was interesting is when they finally figured out sort of how to kill the leprechaun because they read uh, Killing Leprechaun for Dummies. You might have yes, noticed that. Book, they, yeah. They, yeah. They, they zoomed in on the book. They decided to get a four-leaf clover, grind it up, put it into a joint, and the whole plan was to get him stoned yeah. and kill him that way. And But how do they infiltrate this building with his harem of women? 
Jay, you mentioned it in in space. Suddenly there was a drag scene. There's drag scenes in this too, and <laughs> more than one. I wrote that and down. It must have worked so well in four. It was the saving grace. They were like, we got to get this back as much as we can because there was yeah, it was full. They was, stayed with the drag queen. Um, they stayed with the drag queen. Yeah, someone that was yep. transitioning in any case, and then they went full drag to break into the thing. I thought it was funny how the one of them, he didn't even shave his goatee. He just went. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It was just, it's just lunacy. Uh, and I guess they had to go back to the hood because there's clearly more story to tell. There was a nice little uh, sort of musical number, hip hop number starring the leprechaun at the very end. Yeah, do you happen to catch the name of that song? Don't worry, because I did. It's called Lep in the Hood, Come to Do No Good. That was the line <laughs> yeah, he kept right. repeating over and over again with his zombie fly girls. Yeah flanking him yes uh, so that was kind of <laughs> just the strangest way to wrap up a movie don't forget the blink if you miss it coolio uh cameo did you see that or did you blink I, during that point i, I blinked i i was when you told me that i was paying extra close attention at first i thought maybe they were trying to make him the blind grandmother there was a weird <laughs> blind grandmother scene yeah. where she invites the leprechaun in for dinner sits him down and then during the course of trying to feed him she stabs him in the eye with a fork <laughs> yes and pulls out his eyeball, but fortunately, spoiler, it was all a dream. He's fine, everybody. But Coolio but, was in the, the church okay. scene when they were doing the rap in church, and then they played the flute, and all the people, the parishioners came back, and Coolio was there at the end, and all they do, he just shows up in the doorway, and then one of the guys goes, that's Coolio, and then the scene's over. Like, he says nothing, nothing else happens. <laughs> it was like he was there visiting Ice-T on the set that day, and they said, you want to be in the movie? We'll, we'll put you in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he was there. The only reason I knew to look for him was because I IMDb'd it and it showed him in there. And I was like, I'm going to watch for him because I thought, is he the henchman? Is he this guy? Is he that guy? And then unmistakably, that was Coolio. And then they yeah, went so far as to just somebody actually called it out. And oh, well, wow. oh, it's Coolio. So yeah, you, you might want to, when you rewatch it, you'll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it comes out in 4K and I add it to my library, yeah, I'll definitely, I'll, be, I'll pause yeah. it right at that moment. So what's so, your, oh, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was just going to, if you're going to ask me the score, I was just going to tell you, I think this one, I'm going to give it a solid three out of five. I thought it was more enjoyable, certainly than the one in space. And, you know, it's great to see it. Like I said, Ice-T, he was clearly enjoying himself. It looked like all the cast was really enjoying themselves. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say this one's three out of five. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Three out of five. I'm saving my highest rating for three, number three in Vegas. Um, but this one was right behind that one. It had some fun moments. It obviously didn't take itself seriously. You could tell. When, when Ice-T was pulling the stuff out of his afro at the beginning, the weapons, like that, it was just going to be fun all yeah. the way through. It wasn't necessarily good all the way through, but there was they were always having a good time. Yeah, there was there was some odd moments, and uh, but that's a leprechaun. That's the leprechaun formula, is to yeah. throw just oddities into this franchise and see what sticks. Yeah. Now, can I give you, before we do shot number one, which I definitely want to do, can I give you a Warwick Davis fun fact that I found online while i was absolutely around okay so warwick davis who played the leprechaun in, in all of these movies and also in back to that hood he also reprises the role nice um he is and i'm going to read it to you and then i will explain what this means because it's not the most self-explanatory warwick davis is the highest grossing supporting actor of all time and with the not the highest paid but what that means is they rank every actor that had a supporting actor credit in their, you know, as a supporting actor, the movies that he was in all, you know, added together, grossed the highest of any other actor. And it's by quite a bit. He's been in multiple Star Wars movies, just about yep. all of the Harry Potter movies, if not all of them. So when you add all those movies together, Warwick Davis by far is the number one highest grossing supporting actor 
of all time. That's amazing. Congratulations, Warwick. I want me go. All right. Well, I think uh, without further ado, I think we should certainly move on to shot number one to help cleanse the palate and uh, move on because we got a lot to get through again this week, Jay. More yeah. and more issues. All right. Let's do it. All right. Shot number one, Jay, going back to 1792 Kentucky bourbon. What have you got? I am taking it right back to classic Jameson. Beautiful. Cheers. Cheers. Well, if you're looking for another series maybe to dive into based on a classic 90s horror movie, uh, Jay, you will be interested to know that I Know What You Did Last Summer is now a series on Amazon Prime. Have you had a chance to check it out? I haven't, but those were some fun movies. I watched the first two. I don't know if there were more than that, but I know what you did last summer, and I still know what you did last summer. Those were a lot of fun back in the they early 2000s. They were a 2000s. lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, oh, was the 2000s? I thought that was late. Uh, okay. Might have been. It was It was because Scream took off, and it was kind of the only one after Scream that was really interesting to me out of all those movies. Yeah. It had some pretty good twists, as I remember. Yeah. I wouldn't mind revisiting those two, actually. Because he was the dude. It was the dude in the rain slicker. That's right. With the hook. I think he had a hook hand or something. He definitely was in a, a yellow rain slicker. I think he did have a hook hand, which is funny because that's what the candy man had as well. Did he? Yeah. He also had a hook hand. Okay. Maybe that was the thing. <laughs> Does he still have a hook hand in the new Candyman? I haven't seen the new Candyman. Oh, okay. But I'm interested because it's uh, it's Jordan Peele mm-hmm. and he's good. So he knows how to make a horror movie. Uh, so it, what I did hear though, is that the original Candyman is de-aged and is like kind of inserted into this new one. So it's almost like you have like, oh. there's two Candyman, I guess. I don't know. I got to see the movie, but I, I, was, really? I was told that... Uh, the original Candyman is is in this new one. As still the Candyman or there's two Candyman? That, the Candyman. <laughs> that is my understanding that okay. he is there. I don't know whether there's two Candymen <laughs> facing off against each other, kind of like the Highlander. You know, there yeah. could be only one. Maybe there could be only <laughs> one Candyman, right? So we'll see. Uh, while we're talking about um, horror, that just yeah. triggered a memory for me. I was listening to another podcast. Um, it's called um, Inside of You. <laughs> Stay with me. <laughs> okay. Stay with me. It was definitely a podcast. It's called <laughs> Inside of You. Uh-huh. With, uh, hosted by Michael Rosenbaum. You'll know Michael Rosenbaum from Lex Luthor on Smallville. That was his oh. big claim to fame character. Okay. All right. So, And he talks to <laughs> celebrities and he goes, deep with questions. He wants to get into their motivations and understand. He ends up talking to a lot of ex-Smallville cast members and CW shows. He seems to have access to a lot of uh, the stars on that. But he did an interview. You might want to seek this out. It was an hour-long interview with um, Freddie. Yeah, Freddie Krueger, played by Robert England. Robert England. Yes, he spoke to Robert England for an hour, just talking about, chatting about his career. And Robert England told a great story. So he was talking about in the 70s, he went and he auditioned for Apocalypse Now. He was called in to audition for one of the roles. He didn't get it. Uh, so while he was doing the audition, he did that. He was being you know, shown out. And uh, the guy that was walking him out said, they're walking by another room. And they said, oh, they're casting for this movie, Star Wars. You should go in and see if you can get an audition for it. And so he said he went in and he ended up auditioning for the role of Han Solo. Obviously what? didn't get that. While he's sitting there, he sees the sides for Luke Skywalker. He grabs the Luke Skywalker sides, goes back to his place and where he hangs out with his good friend, Mark Hamill. Hands Mark Hamill the sides and says, 
this is for this new movie, Star Wars, Luke Skywalker, you'd be perfect for it. You should get your agent to get you an audition. And so he is responsible for putting the audition sides in Luke's, in Mark Hamill's hands uh, that then uh, he goes out and gets an audition and changes his life forever. That's amazing. Now, yeah. has Mark, I wonder if Mark Hamill's ever told that tale. Because I mean, I you know. think that, I mean, he should be crediting Robert England with everything that this man has in his life. I mean, imagine that he didn't know him or he, I mean, it's amazing to think what would have not happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then of course, Robert England, you know, five years later or so hits with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, that's a, a listen to it inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum, the uh, Robert England episode. It is a podcast. Uh, let's talk about what's new in 4K discs. I added two recently and I watched them over the weekend. Uh, one is one of my absolute favorite movies from the 80s, the original Beverly Hills Cop with Eddie Murphy and Judge Reinhold and Ronnie Cox. Watched it Remember? last year. Yeah, it holds up really freaking well. It's mm-hmm. it's so good. It's absolute. I mean, I don't know. It's one of my favorites. Uh, it's Eddie yeah. at the top of his game. Yeah, and it's just so well written. It's uh, yeah. I just enjoyed every minute of it, and it yeah. looks insanely good in 4K. You're seeing details you hadn't seen before. The yeah. sound is great. Everything about it is amazing. That's that's the movie that makes. Um, Bronson Pinchot, and he basically comes up with his Balky Bartokamas uh, from Perfect Strangers show. Like that's the character that they he basically ends up having to do for most of his career. Yeah, um, the, yeah, he plays great, Surge. Right? Surge, that's yeah. the character. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> He's so good. I wonder if that was improvised. That beginning sequence when Eddie Murphy's character first meets Surge in the art gallery, and they're looking at this really weird piece of art, and he said, "How much does this thing go for?" And he goes, "One hundred thirty thousand dollars." Like, get the fuck out of here! And they do yeah. this whole back and forth thing. Yeah, you get out like of here. Was, yeah. yeah, it just seemed totally improvised. It was great. He broke. He was a breakout star out of that movie. Yeah, yeah. So the other one I got was another yeah. classic movie. Have you have you seen this Backdraft, a Ron Howard film starring uh, Kurt Russell? I've not seen it, but I know it. It's the firefighter one. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Uh, who else is in it? Scott Glenn, uh, William Baldwin, and uh, J.T. Walsh. It's okay. really really good. Um, uh, who's the other girl from uh, Single White Female? Not Bridget Fonda, but the other girl like from Jennifer Single Jason White. Lee. Yeah, she's in it as well. <laughs> really fun movie, Jay. I, I highly recommend it. And again, it looks. Oh, Robert De Niro's also in it. Uh, it looks insanely good in 4K. Yeah, so. I I remember the scene. I think it was in the commercial where they like they open the door and then the fire just comes pushing out at them. That yeah, happens at every scene, but I remember most every scene. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it, they're, <laughs> they're like, stop opening doors. The fire is attracted <laughs> to the oxygen. Exactly. Did you check the door for heat? No. Boom. It blows. There's a bunch of scenes like that, but uh, Kurt Russell is is really good in it. Highly recommended. Check it out. Backdraft and Beverly Backdraft. Hills Cop in 4k okay i think we need to do shot number two i think we do too i'm parched okay for shot number two i'm taking it right back to classic jameson and i'm going back to 1792 cheers cheers all right i've got something for you is it a Tums? Because that last one didn't go down <laughs> all that well. No, Ooh. but it is food Sorry. related. Okay. It, so I'm listening. I had this for dinner tonight, and I'm wondering if you've ever tried. Have you ever tried Lou's uh, 
roast beef, like beef pot roast. It's Lou's. L O U Lou's. I'm not familiar with Lou's because uh, you're a meat anything. eater. Would you do? I am for, a meat eater. Would yep. you try it? Would you write that down and try it? Yes, I think you'll. I'm, enjoy I'm writing it. it down. Yes, I will write it down, and I will try it, and I probably will enjoy it. Jay, you've Lou's, hypnotized me. <laughs> yeah, Lou's comes in a portion that's really it's ideal for two, and it comes in like a little you know pouch and box like you would meat. It's <laughs> it's pre cooked roast beef. Okay. In jus, you put it in the microwave for five minutes. In the microwave. In the microwave. Uh, okay. Barry, I'm asking you to just on blind faith, give All me a right. try. Okay. Give Lou's a try. He's got a whole suite of products, but the roast beef, I have to mention, it's just, it's really good. I don't know if it's like, you know, it's not like quite like homemade, but it's pretty damn close. The jus, okay. we had um, some shoestring fries with it. It was like steak frites and it was wonderful. Cool. So I'm telling you or asking you, imploring, I'm imploring. I'm, I'm basically, I'm on my knees. <laughs> You're begging. All right. Try Lou's. Uh, Lou's beef pot roast. Five minutes in the microwave. Uh, you've Your life may not be changed forever, but you're going to be thanking yourself. Okay. Lose pot roast. All right. And I was just available at your grocer's freezer. Uh, any grocer's freezer or is it special order? Do I have to search this out online or? It's not even in the frozen section. It's kind of in with the uh, cold cut meats and stuff. It's like in the oh. refrigerated section, but okay. it's not, not in the freezer. If you hit the freezer, if you're opening a door to get it, you've gone too far. <laughs> you want it okay. in like the prepared food section oh. area. Okay. I wrote it down. I will check it out. All right. I think you'll enjoy it. Now, uh, yeah. I think we have time for one other issue. And mm -hmm. now that things have started to like return to normal, like truly to normal now, which is awesome. Um, concerts are starting to be announced, starting to, you know, people are getting excited. And one concert I wanted to mention that uh, I'm very happy to say that I have tickets for, the Red Hot Chili Peppers are embarking on a worldwide stadium tour in 2022. They will be here in Toronto on August the 21st at the Rogers Center, and guess who they will be with? The Strokes. So oh. my two favorite, well, one of, okay, let me rephrase. Two amazing bands. I love the Chili Peppers. The Strokes are my favorite band of all time. So for to see them and the Chili Peppers sharing the same stage at Rogers Center on a summer night, there's nothing better. So get your tickets now, listeners, if you want to be part of the Chili Peppers World Tour and uh, it's coming right here to Toronto. They call you for tickets? Call you directly. So we should get your <laughs> no. direct phone number. If you All want you tickets, do, call Barry Nixon. I can't help you up with tickets, but Ticketmaster's got you covered. What if they text our text line with a question for the show? Will you give them your tickets? I will not, but okay. I am encouraging other people. <laughs> I wanted that clear. And get those tickets because it's going to be a hell of a show. You love this kind of stuff and you love your live sporting events and you love your live concerts. So I do. And I invited you to this show and did. I was flat. You, you flatly declined, but that's okay. You, you did it because you said you're sort of past that. I, yeah, I just going to live shows. Yeah. I don't, I don't love them so much. I do like them, but I, you know, for me, it's, <laughs> I don't know the strokes and the red hot chili peppers. I like their hits. I don't, excuse love, me. I'm sorry. Um, Can we just rewind? You, you yeah. said you don't know the strokes. I don't, oh, you, I don't know them well. So yeah, I don't you, think you I know their enough. music. You know, their I, wouldn't music. Get, I wouldn't get the value that you're getting out of the show, but since you're giving tickets be, to everybody that I'm not giving tickets to anybody. Show, 
I am just encouraging people right. to take advantage of the chance to see two legends on the same stage on a what's going to be a beautiful Sunday night at the Rogers Center. I'm picturing an open roof, and it's going to be beautiful. Get All to right. Rogers Center. Get your tickets. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun because Barry's getting us a box. The Two Shot Tuesday <laughs> box at the concert. We look forward to it. We're actually sponsoring the event. Two Shot Tuesday presents the Strokes and Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's how I've taken this away. So this is exciting. I'm very excited. I think that's our show uh, for tonight. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I think there's no better way to end than what the giant lie. And yeah. uh, it's our like mea thank- culpa episode. <laughs> there you go. Thanks a lot, listeners, for being with us. I know this was a lot to get through tonight. Uh, I do hope you'll check out the concert. Uh, you can buy them yourself. <laughs> get those tickets. Uh, and also, you know, check out the final leprechaun that Jay and I just watched. Yeah. The one in the hood. You know, I think you'll enjoy it. If you want to hit us up on Facebook, please do. Follow us on Instagram. And, of course, you can always send us a text. 647-486-4848. Jay. Great to see you, and I'll be with you again next week, buddy. All right, I'll see you at the concert. Okay.